Which American president kissed 32 pretty girls on Inauguration Day? I'm Richard. I'm Gary. And these are our incredible stories. Welcome back to all of our listeners from around the world and across the United States. We're happy to have you back with us for some more incredible stories. Uh, if you are joining us, you tuned in and said, hey, I think I'd like to listen to some incredible stories. Well, you found the right place to be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, Love having you, by the way, Yes, too. yes, yes. And, and if you really like what you hear today, well, you know, my friend, go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button and join us each and every Friday for, uh, for a new episode. And it's on us. It's our treat. Trust me. Nope, nope. Put away your wallet. Put away your wallet. Trust me, it's free. It's on us. Uh, and if you think that maybe some friends or family of yours might also like listening to our stories, well, share us on social media. I mean, you can go ahead and put a link to us on your Facebook, Twitter, um, I mean, Instagram, any, pretty much anything that you can chat, chit-chat with people on. Um, share us and share the stories. All right, today we are going to be sharing some more interesting uh, facts about presidents, aren't we? Yes, uh, American presidents, and uh, we're going to look at uh, what their first day in office was like, Gary. And uh, as Paul Harvey would say, um, um, the rest of the story, now you know the rest of the story. And well, you're now not gonna, the rest of the story. Yes, you're not going to know that until the end of the podcast. We're yes. going to save that president for last and that president is the one who kissed 32 pretty girls on Inauguration Day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Who did that? Um, as you know, uh, uh, the man, uh, a man is elected president of the United States by the people. And we've come close to electing a woman um, recently. But uh, so far at this moment... Um, only men have served as president of the United States. Um, but he doesn't officially take office until he's inaugurated. Now, J- uh, Gary, uh, our elections for presidents happen in November. And back in the day, uh, presidents weren't inaugurated till March. Now, nowadays, they first take office on January 20th. So inauguration day has changed over history, but yes, election day and inauguration day have never been the same day. There's oh, always, no, no. There's always a little bit of time between the election and right. the time that uh, somebody starts their job as the president. Transition of power. Yes. And uh, the presidential inaugurations are always very elaborate affairs. They have pomp and ceremony and banquets and balls and sometimes parades. Uh, The longest presidential inauguration was George Washington's. Uh, His lasted for two weeks. Holy cow. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, And uh, he was uh, not inaugurated until the middle of March in 1789. Uh, and he wasn't officially notified at his home in Mount Vernon that he had been elected president until April 13th. So after two days of preparation, the new president and his party started the journey to New York City, which was then the, the new nation's capital. Washington, D.C. hadn't been, uh, you know, created as the nation's capital yet. Wow. So it was a long journey for Washington. It took more than two weeks to travel through Baltimore, Virginia, Philadelphia, and New Jersey, and 
At each stop, there was a gala parade for the new chief executive and banquets and speeches and patriotic ceremonies. After all, everybody revered him as the um, you know, Revolutionary War general of the Continental Army. And President of Washington was greeted by thousands of those veterans who had served with him during the Revolution. They all turned out to see him as he made his way from his home in Virginia, Mount Vernon, uh, up to New York City. Now, made his triumphant entrance into New York City on a gaily decorated barge from the New Jersey shore. And then he was inaugurated with great ceremony, sworn in by Robert Livingston, who is the chancellor of the state of New York. Wow. And he's the only U.S. president not sworn into office by the chief justice of the Supreme Court. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Everyone after that was uh, sworn in by a chief justice of the United States Supreme Court. Now... Let's uh, fast forward to President James Monroe. He was the first president who was inaugurated outdoors. Huh. Yeah, and most of the inaugurations, as you know now, take place outdoors, right, Gary? Right. Um, on the steps of the Capitol, Capitol building in Washington. So it, it started with the hassle about seats between members of the Senate and the House of Representatives. So to quiet all of that brouhaha, the ceremonies were moved outside. And there was another reason. There was fear that the floor of the House of Representatives where the ceremony was to be held wasn't strong enough to hold all the guests. <laughs> oh, no. So they thought that maybe the floor would collapse. That would be tragic. Yeah, so they decided we better not hold this inside the Capitol. We don't want the floor collapsing under the weight of all those guests. So under Matt, uh, Monroe, the inauguration was moved outside where it has been ever since. Now, Inauguration Day was very tragic for one president. His name was William Henry Harrison. He talked for an hour and 45 minutes, Gary. That's the longest inaugural speech on record. One hour and 45 minutes. Holy cow. I'm surprised his crowd didn't walk away like uh, Franklin Pierce's did. Yeah, well, you know, if, if it were now, like they do over at the Oscars, they just play, play the uh, wrap-it-up music. Yeah, yeah, so one hour, 45 minutes. So anyways, he was out in that winter air much too long. He caught a cold in that frigid air, and he died one month later. Oh, my gosh. William Henry Harrison, President of the United States for one month. Now, can I say something? Sure. This is why you don't draw out your speech in the cold air, yeah. because you're going to get pneumonia and die. Yeah. So to all of you. Even long, if you're president. Right. So to all of the long-winded talkers out there, take example. He only lived a month after doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so and in one of our previous podcasts, we mentioned that on Inauguration Day, uh, when President Franklin Pierce uh, moved into the White House, his room wasn't ready, and he ended up spending his first day in office sleeping on a mattress on the White House floor. I think what we're learning is that being a president is not the most glamorous job. Uh, at times it's not, and uh, sometimes it shows that, hey, these are human beings <laughs> dealing with some of the same frustrations normal human That's beings. That's true, I mean. Well, oh, they're normal too. I shouldn't have said that, but uh, anyways... Uh, most of the inaugurations are, are pretty cold affairs because they happened in March and now they happen in January. Still and cold sometimes. It's pretty cold. That's wintertime here in the United States. So cold is cold. And it was so cold that at the inauguration of President Ulysses S. Grant in the 1870s, 
that the bands couldn't play, Gary. The valves on the musical instruments froze up. Yeah, because all that spit going through there. Yeah. And at the inaugural ball that same evening, the guests had to dance with their coats on. That doesn't sound like much fun at all. (laughs) No, that doesn't sound like fun at all. Fast forward from the 1870s to the 1930s. It was so cold when Franklin Delano Roosevelt was inaugurated for his second term, which would be 1936, he had to wear a heating pad on the platform. Oh, dear Lord. So that's what kept uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt warm in 1936, a heating pad on the platform. Mm-hmm. Now, the inauguration of President James Polk marked a first. Uh, on the, he was on the platform uh, with Samuel Morse, who invented the telegraph. And guess what Samuel Morse did? He probably was a big distraction to the crowd that was there watching and listening. He started tapping out the news of the inauguration to a waiting room. (laughs) (laughs) In Morris Code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was President James Polk uh, on there with with Samuel Morris. Um, And then uh, another interesting uh, first took place at the inauguration of President James Garfield. He, by the way, was one of our presidents who was assassinated. Uh, but at his inauguration, there was this newfangled contraption uh, called the electric light, and it was installed over the main entrance to the inaugural ball. Oh, the first electrical light. Yep. And uh, that uh, made its appearance at the inauguration of President James uh, Garfield. And Warren Harding was the first U.S. president to ride to his inauguration in an automobile, Gary. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So... A lot of firsts on the first day of these presidencies. But I've saved the best for last. Can you guess, it's none of the above that we've already talked about. Can you guess the name of the president who had a lot of fun at his first inauguration? He kissed 32 pretty girls. Uh, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> no, Ronald Reagan, uh, having been a, uh, a movie actor, of course, would be a, a great guess, but no, it was Bill more. Clinton. <laughs> well, Bill Clinton's another good guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm out of guesses. I would, I would say Bill Clinton is an excellent, uh, guess, but no, 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 none of them, none of them matched this Casanova. His name as the 16th president of the United States was Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. He, How did Mary Todd feel about that? <laughs> he kissed 32 pretty girls during the inauguration parade. He greeted all 32 of them, one girl for each state in the union at the time, 32 states. Abe kissed each one, beard and all. Oh, my God. What, the, he kissed their beard? No, he, <laughs> they had to maneuver through his beard. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so, wow, wow, wow. Can you believe that? Abraham Lincoln. Kissed mm-hmm. 32 pretty girls, one representing every state of the Union. So he showed his love for every state of the Union. How about that? Kissing these girls. And you're right. I have not been able to find in any of the history books how Mary Todd Lincoln reacted to that. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, she, she either uh, was tickled hey, and just <laughs> laughed it off, or she was probably uh, thinking, mm-mm. They might have had one unusual conversation that night. (laughs) Abe may have been sleeping on the couch. Or or a mattress on the floor. Uh, Yeah, it could have been. Could have been. (laughs) Wow, those are some very interesting facts. Um, 
So that being said, uh, that wraps up this episode yes, of uh, Incredible Stories. Uh, and again, uh, this was one of those episodes where we have incredible facts because sometimes fact is stranger than fiction. Yes, um, it is. Yes, and it is. if you enjoy the stories, like I said, go ahead and like and subscribe. Share us on your social media. And until next time. I'm Richard, and I hope that you enjoy history as much as Gary and I do. And I'm Gary. Until next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>